What's up, guys? Calling all my fellow impact-driven women, all my soulful entrepreneurs, and all my new age leaders. You're here to create aligned business strategy, live your life by design, and create fulfilling success in your area of passion. Who's going to help you do that? I'm going to help you do that. I'm Dana Lisa, your pineapple queen, empowering women to stand tall, wear their crown, be firm but sweet, and have a heart of gold as your success coach and marketing maestro. Hashtag be the pineapple bays. Let's get started on Juicy Business Radio. Hello, what's up, millennial millionaires? Welcome, I'm so excited Ah, for being beyond. I'm Dana Lisa, if you haven't met me before. I am the founder of rebelpreneurs.com and I am a psychic business coach, intuitive mentor, guide, healer, magical unicorn, fairy dust, all the things. (laughs) And I am a very good friend of Christina's. She's the bomb.com. I love her to bits. And so I'm extra excited. I already would have been excited, but I'm extra, extra excited. I'm in Bali, located in Bali at the moment. And I've been nomad lifing for the past few years. So (laughs) I've kind of had a few different homes. (laughs) Uh, But Bali has been home for the last couple of years. I'm very fortunate about that and is going to be home likely or at least home base for the next couple of years. It's my inevitable home right now because of what's happening in the world. But that's cool. I'm so excited. Okay, I'm talking about all the things magnetizing your dream clients easily and effortlessly. So I noticed that we had an amazing Being Beyond speaker talking all about automation the other day. I'm gonna be talking a lot about organic marketing. I'm gonna be talking about scaling your business organically, really magnetizing dream clients without doing some of the traditional things that we're told, such as paid advertising and automation right off the beginning. And I wanna tell you why, I wanna tell you a little bit of a story. So. When I first started my business, like many of us do, especially if we're type A recovering perfectionists or those of us who have been people pleasers in the past, recovering people pleasers who have struggled with boundaries. When I started in the online space, I was comparing myself to anyone and everyone. I mean, I would look at what other people were doing and I was like, oh my gosh, am I good enough to do this? Okay, this is what my branding needs to look like. This must be what my website needs to look like. I was really caught up in comparisonitis, really looking at what everybody else was doing and struggling to get results in my business. So even though I was working insanely long hours, 12, 13 hour days, which I'm a projector in human design. If you know anything about human design, I'm not really good at working those long hours, even when I am really in alignment. But there I was working these 12, 13 hour days, burning myself out, burning the candle at both flames, exhausted. And I wasn't getting any traction. Like nothing was happening for me. I really, I had got a couple of clients, but for the amount of time that I was putting in and the energy that I was putting in and how, you know, I had this perfect kind of facade. I had really nice branding. I had amazing, you know, strategies that looked super great on paper, email sequences. And there was even a few months into my business, this point where 
I hired someone to run Facebook ads and do automation. And at the time I didn't realize it, but it was really to a funnel that was a broken funnel. I had no idea if the system was gonna work or not because I hadn't used it organically yet. And so I was pouring money, time, everything you can imagine, all my life force energy into this business that wasn't getting any traction. And I've learned a few things over the last few years <laughs> that I wanna share with you guys today. And I've also scaled to six figures organically. I've only run paid ads once in my business and it was at that time, uh, that first couple months into my business. And I also work with a mentor who has scaled her business to seven figures organically. So I have these amazing stories and some incredible insights that in addition to those testimonials, those real life experiences, about a year ago, I was actually running two businesses. I had a content creation agency and I had my coaching business because I'm crazy like that. Once I have an idea, I just kind of move. If you resonate with that, tell me. Are you one of those people who just has an intuitive hit and moves? This is very much me. It's something I haven't struggled with since the beginning. If I had an inspired idea, I usually will just do the thing. There's not a lot of over analysis paralysis that happens in my world. What more happens in my world is I'll start something and I won't necessarily see it to fruition. Or I'll start something and then I kind of have a bunch of half-assed projects on the go at any given moment. That's more my energy type. So I had two businesses happening at this time. I had a content creation agency that I'd kind of almost fallen into, which, which I'll explain here in a second. And then I also had my coaching business. My coaching business wasn't, wasn't really the bread and butter. My content creation agency at that time was really the bread and butter of my business. And I had bad ass clients. I had these women who had multiple six, seven figure brands. They were doing incredible things in the online space. Amazing coaches got their clients amazing results. And I noticed something from being in the back end of all of their businesses, because me and my team were helping them with their content creation, with their content distribution. And because of this, because we were helping them, we got to see the back end of their businesses. So I mean, like, how dope is that? I mean, how much would you pay <laughs> at this point in your business or a year into your business, which I was at the time, to see the back end, the ins and outs, the standard operating procedures, the tech, the setup, the workflows of these big multiple six and seven figure brands. I got this kind of like sneak peek insight because I was running this creation agency, this content creation agency. But I noticed something, I noticed a pattern and it didn't sit with me because it was really incongruent with what, something else that I saw in the online space. And this pattern that I saw was that all of the infrastructure in the back end of these multiple six and seven figure brands businesses was completely different. The infrastructure was totally different. So it was like all of these people had built really successful brands that were thriving. And even though they were thriving, they had completely different business models, which made sense to me because everyone is unique and everyone has their own way that their energy works. However, the incongruency, the thing that didn't make sense to me, it didn't match for me, was that I saw in marketing, and I had bought into this through my own trials and tribulations that it is that I just told you about, a little bit of my story. I had bought into what we see a lot in marketing of like, everything is a one size fits all approach. 
So I saw a lot of people talking about 10 step processes and one size fits all solutions. And these kind of, you know, take this program or use this email sequence or use my template and you will make X amount of money. All you need, all you're missing is this secret ingredient and I have the secret ingredient to make your secret sauce magic, right? And we hear this or we heard this even more just a couple years ago in marketing. It was really this marketing tactic of speaking to people's fear, right? Speaking to people's scarcity, really trying to convince people to move from this place of you're going to miss out if you don't have this thing that I have. And I'm a guru and I know more than you. And here's all of the solutions. And I saw this in all of the marketing. And then I was working with these multiple six and seven figure brands. And I was like, this doesn't add up because I'm hearing two different things here. I'm hearing and seeing two different things here. I'm hearing that there's a one size fits all approach to success. And here's like the 10 step processes and the perfect Instagram strategy and the perfect Facebook strategy and the perfect hashtag strategy and the perfect YouTube strategy and the best email template sequences. I was hearing that in mark people's marketing. And then I was seeing in the back end of these really successful brands businesses, that's not fucking true because all of these people are using completely different infrastructure in the back end of their business. When I saw that, I was like, okay, so clearly there are hundreds, thousands, probably millions of strategies out there, different ways to build a business, different ways to achieve success, different results. There clearly are a lot. <laughs> and obviously all of them at some point have worked for someone. So how do we figure it out? What, like, what is the way to figure out what's going to work for me? And so around this time, I was really playing with my human design. So here's the thing. When I first learned about human design, I was delving into this world and you've probably gone down this rabbit hole. If you've had any interest, you've probably gone down this rabbit hole of like looking up stuff about your human design, but then you're like, what the fuck does any of this mean? Like the information that's out there, a lot of it is so convoluted and so complicated and riddled with spiritual jargon that makes no sense. And it's kind of like, it's cool, like it sounds nice or it's interesting, but what do I do with this information, right? So I had discovered my human design. Like I said, I had learned I was a projector. I had learned I was a one three. I had learned about my incarnation cross and my strategy and my not self theme. And there was a lot that was resonating. I was learning about it and I was like, whoa, this makes so much sense. I've used other modalities before, you know, I've explored astrology. I've explored different, you know, I had explored different like personality tests, Myers-Briggs, all these different things. Kevin's square. I had done so many different things and used so many different tools to get insight into like, who am I? How do I align to the mission that it is that I have in this life? What do I do? And even though I had done a lot of this digging, nothing had resonated as deeply as human design did. Like when I discovered human design, I was instantly like, oh my gosh, I feel like for the first time in my life, I have permission to be who I am. And even though I was discovering this information, I was still like, but I see so much more potential for this to change things for me. Even though I have this sensation of, wow, this 
you know, kind of is almost telling me the truth of my soul, something that I already know. That's kind of how I felt when I found human design. I was like, oh, well, I already knew this about myself. I already knew this about my my energy, about my sleep cycles, about my passions, about my purpose. I kind of already knew this stuff about my not self theme of feeling bitter when I'm not in alignment. I've known these things, but I wanted to use it more deeply. I wanted to use it in my business. And this was, mind you, a couple years ago. Human design's quite a bit more popular now. And I'm so glad. I honestly think the more people who are teaching human design, who are learning about human design, the better. Because this system in my mind and in my own personal experience is so in-depth and so intuitive and has so many real world applications that are absolutely life-changing. I've seen it for myself. I've seen it for my clients. And so that became my mission. I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how human design correlates to business and how I can simplify this shit. Because right now, no one's talking about it. I hadn't heard anybody talking about it from that perspective. Now there's lots of people, which I'm so glad because, it, like I said, it's so needed. And so I was like, I'm going to figure it out. So what I did before I launched anything or before I did anything, because I'm a 1-3 pro profile, so I'm all about that trial and error. <laughs> So I really delved in to A, all things human design, and B, where there were correlations with human design and my clients for my content creation agency and their success and the systems that they were using. So I started to look at my clients who are projectors, what works best for them? What are they doing? How are they doing it? What's their business infrastructure like? What kind of programs are they running? What's their marketing like? For my clients who are generators, what have they done in terms of their infrastructure? What's their business like? How do they have a team that supports them? What kind of standard operating procedures have they set up for themselves? I started to make correlations between human design and marketing and what these successful entrepreneurs had done. And I was like, ooh, I'm seeing some patterns here and I'm seeing things emerge that make so much mind-blowing sense and someone needs to do something about it so i'm going to do something about it <laughs> so i started teaching human design for business i started running uh, webinars and master classes and i started teaching people about it and from there my coaching business really started to take off because people started to get really incredible results because things quantum shift when you have it's almost like anyone's BS excuses that they threw my way, I would have this authenticity roadmap and I'd be like, hey, I don't actually think that's true for you based on your human design. So like, can we talk about it? And then we would get to the root of the thing so much more quickly. So my clients started having really quantum results. Human design started becoming more popular and people were more receptive to it. And so I ended up creating this beautiful business that was all about human design and business. And then I had a client who created an NLP certification. Her name is Lexi D'Angelo. If you're ever wanting to get NLP certified, she's wicked. Like she's epic. <laughs> and her NLP certification is amazing. And she had this NLP certification. And when I read about it, I was like, oh my gosh, because even though I was getting epic results for my clients, using their human design, oftentimes it would take a while to work through the conditioning that we uncover. Pardon me. So I was uncovering people's conditioning 
using their human design. And we were having epic breakthroughs. However, there was still certain blocks and things and old patterns of conditioning for some people that were really sticky. They were really, really struggling to move through them. And you may have experienced this where it's like, you know, something is a pattern for you. You know, something is wrong. But even though you've identified it consciously, you still really struggle to break the pattern or to shift out of it. And this was happening for some of my clients. And so I was like, there's got to be a better way. And when I heard about NLP, it clicked for me like, oh, this is the bee's knees. This is the tool that's going to allow me to start to shift people through their deepest seated conditioning. And when I say conditioning, what I'm talking about is we all are conditioned from birth. You come out a blank, a blank slate and your soul has a contract here of what it's going to do in this paradigm. The work that it is that you're going to do, the result that it is that you're going to achieve, the reason that you are here, you have your own unique desires, you have your own unique skills that you've been gifted with, you have your own little alien bodysuit that you've been gifted with. All of it is the perfect recipe for you to do exactly what you're meant to do here. But what happens is we go through the school system, we have conditioning from our parents who also have ancestral conditioning. We have our own ancestral trauma coded into our DNA. We have the society that it is that we're brought up in. We have the culture that it is that we're brought up in. We have all of these things that affect us as we grow up. And so certain things happen that take a hit in our confidence. We learn that we need, we need to be a certain way to be successful. We get told we need to act a certain way, we need to do certain things, we need to get certain certifications, we need to be XYZ beautiful, this is the beauty standard, blah, blah, blah. We get told all of these things and we get conditioned into a system, into a system where we become a number, we're you know pumped out basically, like this is what you need to do, consumerism, you're never enough, go buy the latest iPhone, all of these things. We're conditioned to be part of this system. And so what human design shows us is underneath those layers of conditioning that have been put into you since you were a child that have wired neurological patterns and loops inside of your brain to be a certain way, who's the truth of who you are? And then NLP is the tool that says, okay, now that you know the truth of who you are and what's in integrity with your soul, how do we rewire those loops in order to create a neurological pattern that's going to serve you to where you want to go versus where you've been stuck. And so this NL, when I discovered NLP, I was like, yes, uh, this is it. This is that thing I've been looking for to help rewire the brain in a fast, potent way that creates long lasting results. So I took my NLP certification and when I came out on the other side, I was like, okay, now I can bring all of these things together. And so my business evolved into this new iteration of itself, right? We all have iterations in our business. Have you gone through this where you like discovered one thing and then you discovered another thing and then all of these little puzzle pieces just came together. And at one point you might've thought even like I have the whole puzzle, but then you get like another piece of information and you're like, oh, there's actually a whole other part of the puzzle that I haven't even discovered yet, right? This happens to us all in our businesses and our life. So for me, this was an iteration, a new iteration of my business. And the other powerful thing that it is that I had 
in addition to the woo and the human design and the NLP was I had been helping these six and seven figure business owners with their organic marketing because that was my previous area of expertise when I worked for a small business consulting firm before my entrepreneurial journey began. So I had now this epic tool belt of NLP, human design and organic marketing strategies. And so I wanna share some of my nuggets of wisdom now that you know what brought me here. I want to share some of my nuggets of wisdom that it is that I have learned through my own personal journey as well as serving clients at all of these different levels using these really epic tools, okay? So are you guys currently using organic or paid marketing in your businesses? I wanna know, or are you doing both, a mix of both? Tell me what you're up to. Both of them are amazing, by the way. I'm just speaking to organic marketing because it's what I know best, but I would like to know, are you guys using organic marketing, paid advertising, or both in your business right now? And the online space is a really tricky place because we get told that our voice needs to sound a certain way or we need to show up a certain way. And we get told that we've got to like cut through the noise by being the youest you. It's like, just be you, just be authentic. But that really doesn't address things like, what's the line between authenticity and oversharing? How do I, how do I find my authenticity in, in in this like really inundated space where there's so many cool people doing so many cool things and I need to differentiate myself. How do I find my voice? What do I do? So one of the cool things about human design is that it really gives you permission to witness within yourself what your authentic expression looks like and what it sounds like. And yeah, I've been really embodying that a lot recently, actually. And that's something I'd love to speak to. I'm going to just off the cuff go down that avenue because that feels really good. So we all go through this journey when we're building our business and when we're stepping into our leadership role and what we're when we're learning how our business can be an extension of our authentic expression and beyond that how our business can become something that's larger than us right because we're here to leave a legacy you're not here to just have a business that you know only has an impact as long as you're around You're here to build the foundations of a movement and touch people's lives in a way where your work that it is that you do within this this lifetime, within this paradigm, has a ripple effect of change out into the future. And we all go through a journey, an entrepreneurial spiritual awakening when we start our, our businesses. And I know this because I've had this conversation with every entrepreneur that I've ever met and everyone has their version of this cycle. And it's actually what I've built the foundations of my business on. I have programs and I have a cyclical one-year experience that is about taking you through the flow of this, this journey that it is that we all go through. So what happens first is we get into the online space. We're like, I'm gonna start a business I have a mission, I'm breaking free of the societal expectations of me, I'm giving a big middle finger to the hierarchy and the patriarchy, I am gonna be my strong independent self and I'm going to break the mold. We all have that catalyst moment. And for us, there's always the the spark of that moment is our own version of a rock bottom. 
Everyone has a different tolerance level for what they're available for. So some people's rock bottom story is at a very different level than other people's rock bottom story. But for us, it's always a rock bottom, right? And my version of this rock bottom story was I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression and put on medication. I had stress rashes all over my body. I was having anxiety attacks at work. I would, had put on 20 pounds. I was miserable. And so that was my rock bottom moment. That was my catalyst where I was like, something's got to give. I can't live my life this way anymore. I am so stretched below my comfort zone that I can no longer do this. I can no longer rationalize my discomfort or rationalize this like neutral existence. Like I have to do something. And we all have our version of this. If you know what your version of this was or is and you want to share, I would love to know. What was your catalyst moment of, I have to get into entrepreneurship, I have to do something. So for me, that was my moment. That was my like rock bottom catalyst, spark under my booty, something's gotta change. And then what happens is we get into the online space after that catalyst moment, and we're like, there's so much information. Like, where do I start? There's so many people telling me how to do it, why to do it that way, why their way, way is the right way. There's so many platforms that we can use. I'm being told to niche. Somebody else is telling me to be multi-passionate and not to niche. Someone's telling me to do paid marketing. Someone's telling me to do organic marketing. Someone's telling me Instagram's better. Someone's telling me Facebook's better. Someone's telling me I need to have a YouTube channel, but somebody else is saying it's not necessary. What do I do? And what happens is we find expanders. We find people who were like, they're living a life similar to the life that I have envisioned for myself in my head. And we start to consume their content. We start to follow them, right? And what happens when we haven't yet done a lot of our inner work is we compare ourselves to them. And sometimes, even unconsciously, we start to copy and create an almost watered down version of their experience because we're craving so badly to be like them. And we wanna fast track our success. So even if it's unconscious, we often try to take shortcuts. And so we almost become these coaches who are consuming information and then we're regurgitating what we know. We're like, okay, I've been taught this, so I'm gonna try to teach people this the way I've been taught this. And we're not necessarily embodied in the things that it is that we're teaching. And so then what happens is we go through this awakening. We have this awakening and recognition of, oh, I have intuitive gifts and I have abilities that are unique to me. And I am more than the information that it is that I'm learning, right? And all of these things, these tools, these modalities, these systems that it is that I'm trying to consume to feel good enough. So we have our awakening moment. Our moment where we're like, oh my gosh, I can actually channel my own unique downloads and I can actually create from a place where it's not even replicable to another human because it's my own creations that I'm birthing into the world. And we go on this inward journey. We go on this journey to align. We learn about our intuition. We learn about spirituality. We learn about our connection to source, universe, God. We learn about channeling. We learn, you know, you may have connected and learned about your psychic abilities. We learn all of these different things about ourselves. 
that we have these tools that no one can teach us. We have to go inwards and teach ourselves. And so we go through what I like to call the immersion. We sow, it's like we were a dead plant. So this is my thrival tree cycle. I'll take you through it. It's like we were a dead plant in like a GMO factory where we're like constantly getting pumped out. We're getting put in flats with all these other plants. And we're being told, you know, if we don't look like the other plants, then something is wrong with us. And then we have this moment where we fall out of the factory machine and we're laying on the ground and we're like, (laughs) I fell out of the factory. Something's wrong with me. I don't fit in with all the other plants. And then we have this moment where the sun shines down and goes, oh, you can actually grow some roots right here in the ground. You can create your own tree. You don't have to be in the factory. And we're like, what? Oh, okay. Well, let me go inwards then. And let me try to sow some roots. And so we go through what's called the immersion into our psychic gifts, into our abilities. We go on this journey of sowing these new roots. So we start to sow these roots of our new foundations. We go inwards. We go on this spiritual journey, learning about our gifts, learning about our abilities, learning about our own unique success codes, our own unique desires our own version of what it means to be wealthy, of what it means to be rich. For the first time, we stop comparing ourselves to other people and what they do, and we start to ask, what do I actually want? Not out of obligation or out of other people's expectations, but out of my own desires, what do I want? And we start to sow these roots. So this is where the immersion happens. And this is where we learn about my my other programmer or phrase for this, we learn about intuitive opulence, learning about wealth in an intuitive way. That wealth is your own unique definition. There's no one definition of wealth. And then we start to grow a trunk. We go upwards, right? We have these strong, solid roots in our gifts. We start to realize self-mastery. We start to create our own rituals and embodiment practices. We start to channel our own unique programs, our own unique design and branding. We start to become. We've unraveled and we start to become. And this is when our our trunk grows. So we, we rise. We start to find our voice. Because what happens is after we have this immersion, the immersion into our own unique gifts, we have an emergence which is what's what I'm all about right now. That's the program that's running right now. The season is the emergence right now, where we find our own unique voice, our own authentic expression. And in addition to finding that voice, we learn how to create a virtual extension of that. We learn how to create branding and we learn to how to embody it on a daily basis in our life so our energy is clean it's in alignment with everything that we're teaching we have this emergence where having gone and sowed the seeds of the immersion the roots of the immersion having reconnected with the oneness and the onlyness and realizing that we're part of a collective energy we then emerge as a new individual We emerge as an individual who has that insight, that we are not alone, 
that we are connected to something greater than us, and that we are capable of channeling our own unique legacy, and that our desires are divine and gifted to us, and they're unique to us. And so we emerge with this new information. And we become this really authentic, fully expressed, like, badassiest version of ourselves that's a total warrior ninja and will do whatever it takes to make the dream come to vision and to actualize. And we just like become this next level version of ourselves. And then what happens is we start to magnetize clients effortlessly. So when we were that like plant in the factory, we were trying to use everybody else's branding ideas and strategy ideas and program ideas and modality ideas. And we were trying to create something that would be perceived as the most valuable so that we could be paid the most amount of money. And after we fall off the factory machine, then we're like, okay, I can be my own plant. I can build the own foundations for my success. I don't need the factory machine. I get to sow my own unique roots that have their own unique design and their own way of weaving through the earth. And I get to build my own unique trunk, my own foundations for my messaging, for my voice, for my branding, my own unique bark, right? And then what happens is we grow these branches that reach out into the sky. And we start, these branches are our clients. So we start to work with soul aligned clients who are naturally magnetized to us, not because of our 150 character Instagram bio that says we're a coach and we know NLP and human design. No, they're magnetically drawn to us because we are the most youest version of you. And nobody else can be that. Nobody else can have the same energy that it is that you have when you are aligned. There are people who are uniquely coded to connect with you and to work with you. There are people who are uniquely designed to be magnetized to your energy when you are in alignment with the truth of who you are. And it can be very easy to forget this when we're in the factory machine and we're in the comparison and we're trying to look like all the other plants rather than building the foundations of our own tree. And so the branches that emerge from the trunk are all of these lives that it is that you've touched. They're all of these people who it is that go out and bend and reach into new aspects and parts of the world, right? And then your leaves unfurl and collect the abundance that is the sun, that is the rain, right? You create your own wild, wild wealth. That's the name of one of my programs, wild, wild wealth. You create your own version of abundance, your own channels for wealth your own crazy opportunities for speaking engagements, your own retreats, your own public speaking, your own book that it is that you write, whatever it is, you open yourself up to these new possibilities of money to flow into your life. And this happens when you go through this cycle and you allow yourself to become the integral coach who is channeling their own unique legacy versus trying to piecemeal something that's unique to you from what else it is you see in the online space. And this is really the key to magnetism. The key to attracting soulmate clients is really energetic more than it is strategic. And yes, the strategy matters, but it matters a micro amount compared to the macro amount that energy matters. 
Because what happens is when our energy is in alignment, when our energetics are in alignment, the inspired action channels in. And we know exactly what to do. There's no doubt, there's no fear, we move. And this is, this is the, the amazingness that is removing our conditioning, right? Once we've removed this conditioning and we've cognitively reprogrammed by working with someone like T in her amazing program, Cognition, <laughs> when we've done that, we are removed from the conditioning and able to fully step into our intuition and taking inspired action and taking the immediate intuitive hit and turning it into immediate manifestation. Because what usually happens is people try to analytically justify their intuitive hits and they wait. And by the time that they take action on the thing, it's no longer aligned. So what I wanna know is, what are you currently doing in your marketing that is out of obligation? What clients are you currently serving because you feel like you have to? What ways are you showing up in the online space because you feel like you should, even though it completely drains your energy? What tasks are you doing in your business because you're unwilling to relinquish control, even though you should be outsourcing them? So if you're here, that's what I challenge you to answer for me right now is what are you doing out of a sense of obligation? Now that I've called you the fuck out and I'm like, yo, bitch, you don't have to do anything that you don't want to be doing. So anything that feels hard for you, anything that you're telling yourself you have to do in order to get to the other side. So what are you doing? Who are you? Who are your clients that are out of obligation? What are you doing in your marketing that's out of obligation? What are you currently what are you currently doing in your marketing because you feel like you have to do it? Like, are you writing emails even though you fucking hate it? Are you going on live streams every day because you feel like you have to in order to be visible? Like what bullshit stories have you been fed by the factory machine that are not the truth of your integrity of your soul? So this happens all the time. I get clients all the time. And I can actually tell even before somebody is my client if I'm gonna be able to coach them or not because I have high as fuck standards and I don't just take everyone for a client. And if you are, well, that's another thing you're doing out of obligation. But I don't just take any client and I can tell if someone's gonna be able to work with me or not because there are some people who think they have the answers and the excuse to everything, right? Where it's like, I, they're like, oh yeah, I just like, I redid my video like five times because you know, this was, I needed this script and I messed up and I did all of these things. And I'm like, okay, well like, why are, why? Why did you have a script? Why did you redo it? And they're like, well, you know, because I'm, I'm gonna get better at it. And then like, once I'm better at it, it, it's just gonna take time. And I'm like, time, time, time is an irrelevant concept. Like, why are you using that as an excuse for your life? And time, like, you're gonna use time and like basically tell yourself right now that everything's just gonna take a while and that your dream that it is that you have in your mind is, you know, just like something that's gonna take your whole lifetime. And so you just need to wait for it. Like, ooh, gross, no. The thing is, if you have a service, if you have a way that you can help people, which all of you do, if there is some way that you can help people and you have a way to build relationships with people, 
aka social media, which you do because you're watching me on Facebook, you have every fucking thing you need to make a shit ton of money. Everything. My challenge to you going away from this is what in your business are you doing out of obligation? What are the things you feel like you should be doing or have to be doing that you keep telling yourself like I'm a failure because I haven't done this yet? And what does it mean to let it all go? What do you have to do? What needs to be done? And the other juicy truth bomb, one of my last ones, because we can only handle so many bombs in a one hour time period. One of my last juicy truth bombs is the way you do one thing in life is the way you do everything in life. And so if there are things in your business right now that you are doing out of obligation, I guarantee you there are things you are doing in your relationships out of obligation. There are things that you are doing in your finances out of obligation. There are things that you are doing in every aspect of your life out of a sense of obligation versus alignment, out of a place of conditioning versus alignment. Because the way that you do one thing in life is the way that you do everything in life. Which is why sometimes when we want our businesses to thrive, we have to focus on our relationships. And we want, when we want our relationships to thrive, we have to focus on our finances. The way you do one thing in life is the way you do everything. So anything that you are doing out of obligation in your business right now, and you keep telling yourself that it's gonna get better, it's only gonna get worse. And there's gonna be another fall off the factory machine, hit the rock bottom ground with your head first moment, unless you end that cycle now, because you don't have to have those drama cycles. So those are my love bombs. Those are my truth bombs. That's my little, welcome to my little nuclear war zone. You don't have to have drama cycles, yeah. So like legit, what happens is people who have drama cycles, they're on this roller coaster up, these extreme highs, it's like a toxic relationship where like everything's amazing and you're wildly obsessed with each other and then all of a sudden you're fucking fighting and like throwing plants at each other and like whatever, right? So there's these high, high highs, and then these crazy low, 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 low lows. And we have them. And what happens is the, the, the highs don't get lower. The highs just keep getting higher, right? Because we raise our tolerance level, the highs keep getting higher, more up, up, up. But what happens is we raise our standards and our rock bottoms and our tolerance level for what the lows are gonna be, we raise that the fuck up. And so we stop having these extremes and we find this beautiful little like, woo, riding the wave, this is my flow, right? We find that. So aligned offer creation happens when you are receiving downloads, right? So aligned offer creation starts when you stop looking at what everybody else is doing and you allow yourself to create what the fuck it is that you wanna create. So my question to you would be, why haven't you created or pitched or, or birthed the creation of the offer that it is that you wanna create? What are you scared of? Who are you comparing yourself to? Why do you think it's not good enough? Because I guarantee you already have the idea and you're holding yourself back from creating it. Yeah? That would be where to start. And if you wanna work with me, you can come join the Emergence and you would actually, there's a module inside of Psychic Sales called Aligned Offer Creation, where we talk all about this, because it's juicy.
if you want more love nugget nuclear wisdom bombs come hang out with me um, my website and blog is rebelpreneurs.com like entrepreneurs but rebelpreneurs.com and i'm on facebook instagram at dana lisa come hang out and let's get to know each other i love you guys so much thank you again millennial millionaires you're all amazing appreciate you mwah, mwah, mwah. talk to you all again very very soon adios all right my peeps go ahead and click that link in the show notes and if you are enjoying this podcast please 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 go ahead and rate it on itunes and leave a review for me i read all of my reviews and that would just be so lovely for me to connect with you and hear some feedback on how you are enjoying juicy business radio All right, guys, have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you again so soon.